what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy game day. That's right. The Seattle Kraken hit the ice for their last of five road games until they head back to Climate Pledge Arena. Let's talk about what the Seattle Kraken schedule looks like. Get to know our enemy for the night, the Winnipeg Jets. And then we'll talk about a tale as old as time, Jones or Grubauer, at least as old as this season, I should say. Jones versus Grubauer. Sound of Hockey has some really interesting analysis. And I'm not into the puns, but it is Valentine's Day. So I'll take you to some fun Seattle Kraken puns I've seen around the interwebs. That's coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. What's cracking, Seattle sports fans? Welcome to a Tuesday episode of Locked on Kraken, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making us a part of your daily routine. My name is Erica L. Ayala. I am your host, been your host since the very beginning of Locked on Kraken. I've written for the Seattle Kraken, the NHL, a bunch of other places. I got to follow Maddie Beneers and the USA team, men's and women's, at the 2022 Winter Olympics. So, you know, I've, I've done some things. I've seen some things. And we're going to talk about some things on this game day episode. That's right. The Seattle Kraken hit the ice. Once again, they will be on the road, but hoping that knowing that home is in the near future, we're hoping they can get some things moving. Now, we are coming off of a win in Philadelphia, so, you know, that bodes well for us as well. So, you know, let's get into it. We did get the win over Philadelphia. Of course, people asked Dave Haxtell about what it feels like to be back in Philly and all of that, yada, yada, yada. Of course, Dave Haxtell didn't really give us too much. He was a little spicy and punchy when it came to a Maddie Beneers update. So why don't we just get into what we know there? The Seattle Kraken, again, played Philly. Maddie Beneers late in that game took a puck, uh, blocked a shot, seemed in discomfort. Dave Haxel didn't have an update after the game, but today, when asked by Piper Shaw, of course, Dave Haxel uh, had his hackisms, uh, and he was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know that was in question to it. Will Maddie Beneers be able to play tonight? Pardon me? Will Maddie be able to play tonight? Uh, yes, I didn't know that was in question. We didn't know after the okay. game if he was still going to be okay. Okay, yes, he's absolutely. What Dave also told us is that Philip Grubauer is the starting goaltender. And in the next segment, we're going to get into a little bit about if Philip Grubauer is our guy. Is he our guy now? I was all in on Jones as our guy early in the season. I also have told you that, hey, it's Jones's net until Gruby makes a case. Has he made a case? Well, we'll get into that. But first... Let's uh, let's get into what we know about these two teams. So we are taking on the Winnipeg Jets. That's going to be at Canada Life Center in Winnipeg, Manitoba. 
Again, happy Valentine's Day, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Overall record, the Jets are just a touch ahead of us, a touch more, if you will, as Megan Rapino and Sue Bird might say, a touch more points and a touch more wins at 33-19-1, while we are 30-18-5. The home record for the Jets, 19-8-0. Our away record, 17-8-2. Our leading scorer is now Jordan Eberle. And Kyle Connor is who we have to watch on the other side. Look at these power play numbers. 22.5% clip for the Jets. We are not at 20%. And oof, holy cannoli, that penalty kill. I want to see that above 80%. But it's at 70% for the Seattle Kraken. Special teams. Kind of a problem. For the Seattle Kraken, in fact, we've got some data on it. Now, I love uh, the analytics community that exists, including uh, Deep Sea Hockey. So Deep Sea Hockey is the Seattle Kraken analysis uh, at Section 25 blog, Sound of Hockey contributor, and uh, you can check that out. So Deep Sea Hockey gives us this. On a percentage basis, the Seattle Kraken have scored just 25.4% of their total goals in non-five-on-five situations. This is the lowest percentage in the NHL. The Seattle Kraken have allowed 41.2% of the total goals scored against them in non-five-on-five situations. This is the second highest in the NHL. And I can take you to that right here. You can see there's also a, a little chart here where it gives you those numbers and percentages. Again, on the left-hand side, for those looking along on YouTube. Thank you as always. Make sure you like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Hey, what's your favorite Valentine's pun? Seattle Kraken inspired extra bonus points. We'll get into some of those. So leave us a comment. Even if you're not watching on YouTube, you can still leave us a comment. Anyway, again, you can see the left-hand column, Seattle Kraken. We're at the top here This uh, of this chart. Percentage of goals uh, four scored in non five on five situations. And you can see a lot of other teams with a lot more goals here. So we got some work to do there. And then on the right hand side, percentage of goals against scored in non five on five situations. And so, yeah, we are up there. Who's this? Uh, Florida is another team up there uh, at 41.58%. Anyway, so I like that people are keeping up with these data and stats because I test says we're not great special teams, but uh, here's what Dave Haxtell had to say when asked about this, um, particularly asking if he wants his team to really focus on playing five on five. Here's what he had to say. Is it too simplistic to say the more you can keep this a five on five game, the better uh, that fits what you do as a hockey club because so far in the two games at Seattle, Winnipeg hasn't been able to score five on five. They do have the four power play goals, but nothing five v five. Well, I mean, I, those are the two things that you have to look at, right? Uh, the first uh, first game of uh, the two, you know, number one, we, we you know we gave an outstanding power play unit way too many opportunities. I think we gave them seven. Yeah. Um, and you know, and they they got us on two of them, and you know, and, and the second game in, I believe both their goals were scored. You know, they were two of three on the power play. Uh, so you know, we have to do a better job uh, in this game 
uh, of turning that special teams battle. Um, you know, that's been, you know, it's been lopsided in their favor, so we have to do a better job there, both on our power play as well as on our penalty kill. Um, and then, you know, we've got to do what we do five on five. And, you know, so when you say keep it a five on five game, that's, you know, that's not really something that we'll, we'll talk about in terms of a game plan. We know, we know the things that, uh, that we do well, uh, and we want to be able to do those things five on five. But also uh, the reality is on the road in this time of year, uh, your specialty teams have to be part of wins like this. So again, we got some hackisms, some Dave Haxtell sayings and phrases. I mean, of course, you want the team to play well five on five. And of course, you know, I think he alluded to, you know, you need special teams at this time of year. So um, it is an interesting stat. I essentially got that Dave Haxtell is not buying into the analytics of it all too much. And I think he's right to an extent. You have to play the games the way you know you're supposed to play the games. And regardless of what the stats say or don't say, the Seattle Kraken, in theory, as hockey players, they should know you got to take advantage on the player advantage. And you really give yourself a great opportunity to win games when you are strong on the penalty kill. So I get it, but also, come on, come on. The analytics uh, are telling us that this is something that maybe we should be focusing on when we have practice. Oh, yeah, we talking about practice. The Seattle Kraken did not practice yesterday, and I'm I'm all for this. And Dave Haxel alluded to why there being some fatigue. They uh, didn't play great coming out of the break. We heard from uh, Jordan Everly and Jaden Schwartz after the win in Philly, and a lot of Seattle Kraken players know they didn't come great come out great out of the break. Dave Haxel in this media availability I just played for you also s- said it. Um, and I think he talked about it a little bit more today as well. You know, it uh, didn't play well against Philly. Uh, got the lead and then fell asleep for a little bit. So not playing a complete game, and that's a little bit troublesome for me. So with all of that said, the Seattle Kraken having their special teams woes, we've got the injuries that we're dealing with, Um and we seem to have lapsed when it comes to playing consistent hockey, is this the time for a goalie change? As in making maybe our go-to instead of Martin Jones, switching that to Philip Grubauer. Should we be making that change while all these other changes are happening? Or is that precisely the change we need to make? I can go back and forth, but I want to give you some stats and analysis, and I'd love to get your thoughts. So we'll talk about that coming up on Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by our partners, FanDuel Sports. It's the midway point of the NBA season, and essentially the NHL season as well. And now is the perfect time for you to download FanDuel. That is the United States' number one sports book because new customers will get a no-sweat First bet up to $1,000. That's a bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. You just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And I think this is great. You know, I am still not really into the betting, but you can't lose. A no-sweat first bet. You get, you get a feel for it. Maybe it doesn't pan out, but you still have some betting that you can do. And this is cool too. FanDuel lets 
even lets you combine your bets, excuse me, for a chance at a bigger payout with a same game parlay. All right. So don't miss a chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets where when you go to fanduel.com backslash locked on. That's fanduel.com backslash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA and the Locked On Network. Thanks, as always, for making Locked On Kraken a part of your daily routine. Again, I am your host, Eric L. Ayala. As you can probably see if you're watching on YouTube, I'm back home. I've got my blue light here. That's actually a, a little bucket cap, as I like to call them, from the NHL All-Star. And since you guys are always so pressed on whether or not I have Seattle Kraken merch, that's a... Um, is it a beach towel? Is it a, I don't know. It's all terrain, all weather towel that I got when I was in Seattle last year for the inaugural training camp and preseason. Anyway, also wearing my inaugural game day fit. Here we go. All right, all right, all right, all right. On this podcast, I have gone on the record saying Philip Grubauer is not my go-to guy. On this podcast, I have also gone on the record saying, chill out with the Philip Grubauer hate. On this podcast, I've also gone on the record as saying, it's Martin Jones for now. Be the best in town till the best come round. Is it time for me to reassess my thinking? Maybe, maybe. Maybe, 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 maybe. And I know a lot of people talk about the numbers and the analytics and Philip Grubauer being better in certain numbers categories. But there is another category that it just really stands out, especially for a team that did not play well last year, who's trying to stay in the playoff hunt. We're going to talk about the upcoming schedule. We're going to talk about the standings coming up. But this is what we see. 23-9-3. and Versus six, nine, and two. 23, nine, and three, six, nine, and two. Both goalies, despite how many uh, games overall, have the same number of losses. And the, the like a lot of this it has to do with a lot of different things. Martin Jones earned the right to be the first choice, in my opinion, with how he played. Even before Philip Grubauer got hurt, again, I've gone on the record talking about this before, I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling it completely. I did think he had a good game against Colorado this year early. I did. That's the game where he got hurt. Um, but I, I liked Martin Jones. So am I ready to change my tune? Well, let me take you to this article. This is uh, is uh, this is an article, excuse me, from The Sound of Hockey by John Barr. It is Philip Grubauer's time to take the net for the Kraken. And there's a few things that John talks about. Of course, we talk about this one all the time. I talk about vibes. You know, I'm a big auntie here. I've got my sage that I burn. This is actually not sage, but it's essentially like liquid sage. It's a cleanser. Florida water. <sighs> Look at that. <laughs> Look at that goal support. 
It's redonkulous. Basically almost doubling up how many goals we score in front of Jones versus Grubauer. I will add that some of those have been wild and crazy games. Like, hello, that LA Kings game. What was it? 17 goals between the two teams. Oh, good grief. But unlike last year, not every Seattle Kraken win has had to be a freaking breakaway contest where we have to score that many goals just to even have hopes of winning it. Sometimes we're just annihilating teams. Now, that hasn't happened. That seems like the, the distant future back in 2022. It seems so long ago. But the, the goal support is, is a little wild. Um, you know, goal distribution, uh, this is another great chart here. But then we start getting into, and there's some caveats here, so you're going to have to read the article if you want to understand and know the full caveats. If you're watching on YouTube, you might be able to read some of them, but I will not spoil the whole thing. But if we look at this chart, we see Jones is the dark blue line, kind of like this dark blue on the shirt, whereas Grubauer is the anchor color. And we see the up and down. This is save percentage by month. And so you see that Jones started with a better save percentage. Then that ticked up around November. Then both dipped down in December, but with Gruby having a better save percentage. And then he basically maintained that better save percentage even throughout the ebbs and flows of the season over Jones. Whereas now we're looking at, you know, in the last two starts, or the two starts in February, you're looking at uh, 866 for Grubauer and an 836 for Jones. And the reason I like looking at February is because they've had about the same amount of starts. Whereas, you know, we're looking at uh, 11 starts and four starts, Jones over Gruby, eight starts to four starts groovy over Jones, you know, so over time because it's been back and forth for a little bit here. So I thought that was interesting. And then this one, the shot quality, this really kind of for the truthers out there. Um, I should really say not the truthers, but the, um, it's more, well, maybe for both <laughs> for the groovy truthers who he can do no wrong, but also for the groovy haters, this is probably the one, um, that stood out to me the most. Even strength, save percentage of quality shots. And again, the case is made that Grubauer, regardless, is seeing higher danger chances. So I think <laughs> a lot of people are going to use that as a positive for Philip Grubauer and his individual performance. And that makes a lot of sense. That does go back to, though, why is it that the Seattle Kraken give up more high danger chances when Philip Grubauer is in net? It's a, I just don't understand. There's like something that feels like it's awry. It's a muck. I think it, it feels the vibes feel better this year, but I mean, you know me, I'm a defense mind. That's how my mind thinks. And so it's just, I get it. You make the case for Philip Grubauer. Hey, he's doing what he's got to do. And he's more high quality chances from the opposition. But if I'm Dave Haxtell, if I'm the rest of the coaching staff, I'm asking my team, what are we doing differently when Philip Grubauer is in net? Why is that happening? 
Why is that happening? Why is it that when the goalie is different, the high danger chances are different? That shouldn't make a difference. And if you read the comments, which are also like, whoa, there's someone in there that's like definitely um, opinionated, I'll say. But it, there's another part of the comments asking, you know, is there a difference? Is it the defensive schemes that are different? Is it the defensive pairings that are different? And my eye test right now tells me that those are not the things that are different. But why does the same unit, the same scheme, the same structure, why does it pl play differently with Philip Brubauer? Is it just one of those anomalies in stats that we can't figure out? I don't know. Anyway, highly recommend this. I do think it is time to give Grubauer more starts, and he will start tonight, for those wondering, against the Winnipeg Jets. So this will be his third consecutive start, if memory serves. Uh, I believe he started against the Rangers, Philly, and now in Winnipeg. Um ah, <laughs> I think you give Grubauer more starts. I think he's earned more starts for sure. If he becomes the hot hand, I'm all in. I'm all in. And I'm not ready to give up on Martin Jones. I'm not. I told, I told you I'm a sager. I think Martin Jones just brings a calmness to the net that I enjoy. Now, sometimes he's maybe too lax and laissez-faire, and that drives me wild. Um, but I think he goes with the flow. And he's a, a nice, stable, steadying force. All of that being said, oh, I still owe you, actually, the, the Chris Drieger audio. Chris Drieger has been making his way back. So maybe in a couple of weeks, definitely in the next month, we might have to have a different conversation about goaltending. And I, for one, kiddos, am not ready for that one. But we're not there yet, I don't think. Anyway, we'll hear a little bit from Chris Drieger. I promised you that, as you can probably tell, especially those who watch on YouTube, I've been on the road. Holy cannoli, I've been on the road. I don't know that if I look more well-rested, I certainly feel at least 20% more well-rested. Um, so hopefully that comes across. But um, whew, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. But I guess a good problem to have. But speaking of problems, maybe not problems, but definitely things that we want to keep in mind. Let's take a look at the standings. We got to know our enemy a little bit, Winnipeg, but I want to go back to it. Just a few things that we want to touch up on there. And then we'll close out this game day episode of Locked on Kraken. Hey, hockey fans, this episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Now, I love Athletic Greens because it's one scoop, eight ounces of water. So essentially two things. Two things. Well, technically three, if you include shaking them up together. Three steps, and I have 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food, sourced superfoods, probiotics, 
and adaptogens to get my day off to a good start. I've talked about it before. I'm a vibey person. And one thing that I'm really trying to set good vibes and good intentions for the day is to have a morning routine. I drink my water uh, with lemon and my athletic greens again, because it just ramps up because it allows me to get my digestion and my health in a good place with, again, one scoop of athletic greens, eight ounces of water, and then you shake up the the two together. And what's great is that athletic greens, when you buy athletic greens, they give you a little container too. And I love that. And as someone who, especially as I started traveling outside of the pandemic, on the other side of the pandemic, I really wanted to be aware of my gut health, my immune system, and all of those things. And so I was carrying all these different supplements and tinctures and trying to find like ginger products that I could use. Well, you can spend a lot of money, up to $100 a day doing all of that. But with Athletic Greens, it's just the cost of your coffee habit. So Athletic Greens is going to make it even easier for you to get your day going right by giving you a one-year free supply of the immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. I talk about the travel packs. I love the travel packs. With your first purchase, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You know what? I would like some insurance, folks. I would like some insurance in these standings. Right now, the Seattle Kraken are in good position. But let's just take you back. These were our preseason rankings. Edmonton Oilers at one, Flames at two, Kings at three, Canucks four, Knights five, Ducks six, Seattle Kraken at seven, San Jose Sharks at eight. Now, I go. I have gone on the record saying I thought that was maybe a little bit low, but only by like two spots. I thought the Seattle Kraken would be fighting and clawing to be fifth overall in the Pacific Division. We are not fifth overall in the Pacific Division. We are actually much better than that. And I, for one, love being wrong in this particular scenario. Let's take a look at the standings as apparently there's an emergency outside my window. Apologies if you can hear that. The Vegas Golden Knights have been uh, really with a stronghold on that number one spot, followed by LA, and then it's us, the Seattle Kraken. So who's coming on our heels with the wild card? It's Edmonton, Calgary, and then we have Vancouver and San Jose. So uh, with Colorado in the mix there as well. So, um, you know, I, I like this. It's better than what I thought. And, and again, the consistency, the continuity, maybe even the communication has not always been there for Seattle. So we still have some work to do. We still have some things that we need to figure out and that we need to establish if we want to be, as I continue to say, a contender and not a pretender. But I think we can do it. Let's quickly go over some other things that I think are important to know going into tonight's game. Stats and facts from the amazing uh, Lindsey Brown and company over at Seattle Kraken PR. Kraken have a 1-0-1 record against the Jets this season. We fell to Winnipeg 3-2 in overtime, November 13th. Oliver Bjorkstrand has seven points 
in his last seven games, dating back to January 15th. Three goals, four assists. We've been talking about Bjorki. I like to see that he's getting going. Let's keep it going. Tanev is the only Kraken player to have previously played for the Jets. Uh, he totals 51 points in 195 regular season games and eight points in the playoffs while with the uh, Winnipeg Jets. Vince Dunn has a point in each of his last three games against Winnipeg. He also has 14 points in his last 11 games played on the road. Let's go Vince Dunn. He was just talking about Maddie Beniers. I think it was on NHL.com or excuse me, on NHL Network. Um, one or both of Oliver Bjorkstrand and Yanni Gord have assisted seven of the nine goals that Ellie Tolvanen has scored as a member of the Kraken. So that's who my pick is. Uh, if I had to give bold predictions, I'm going uh, Tolvanen, Bjorkstrand, and you know what? Why not? Let's give Tanev and Gord a goal. So basically I'm saying we're scoring four goals tonight. That would uh, – keep us ahead of the 3.21 average goals scored by the Jets. It would be uh, more or less in line with our 3.49 goals per game. Uh, are we going to give up three goals? I'm going to say no. Am I hopping on the Gru train? Not yet, but I think he can keep us under three goals. I should say Grubauer or Jones, I think, could do that. It's a matter of... Can our defense help? Mm, mm. Can our defense help? So last two games that we played against the Jets uh, have been decided 3-2. So I say it's going to be a 4-2 game. We're taking home the win and all of the points. Before we close out today's episode, it is Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. And I want to take you over to Bowie's Flow who has an entire thread of Valentine's Day puns, Seattle Kraken related, starting with, of course, buoy mine. You've been skating through my mind, my head all day. I would have said mind, but anyway, love to see Jonas Donskoy there. If loving you is wrong, I don't want to be right. Then, of course, we have OG Kraken style. McCann, you be my Valentine. I only have ice for you. This is a fun one. Be my sweetheart. Ha. I'm T. Ryan to say I love you. You know, this one might be my favorite on a few different levels. All right. Here we go. Tendy love. Who doesn't like it? I'm jonesing for you. I think you're groovy. <laughs> I like this one. I like this one. I really do. I'm not going to lie. You're a catch. Ooh, look at that. Look at that fierce. That's giving me blue steel. It's serving me. Oh, gosh. Okay, Chris. Good. Good gracious. What a picture. I'm my love for you will never waver. Oh, and and Kimmel. I'm sending this one to you, Anne. Oh, boy. I am really not into the puns. I am into just this photo. So will you be my deep Valentine? Okay, let's go, Lars. 
<laughs> that deep V cut. Oh, it's good. All right, Milo, well done. You made me laugh. Like I said, I'm a little bit of a Grinch when it comes to this stuff. Not really my vibe, but I thought you nailed it. But I thought you nailed it. So well done. Thanks for the laugh. Thank you. Thank you so very much for including Ryan Donato. Those are just a few of them. So if you want to check out more of the Valentine puns, check out the show notes as well as, you know, we've got the, we didn't go over this on today's episode, but please make sure you check out, you know, three game essentials. Um, I love that the Seattle Kraken do that. Um, We'll keep up with that. Uh, make sure you check out Sound of Hockey. I thought it was interesting analysis. And I do think the analysis for right now, we should follow the analysis. Vibes are telling me let's go with Grooby. I'm okay with that. I asked earlier in the season if we broke Martin Jones. Who knows? Um, either way, we need to shake something up. We need to shake something up. I don't know if Grubauer in net is going to be that thing. Honestly, I think it might be Drake returning, question mark. But again, I think we're about a month away from that really being a problem. But let's keep talking about it. That's our show. Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine, especially on a game day. Let's go. We'll get to the cheer. But you know what I say first. Be kind to yourself and to each other. I've been learning how to embrace the art of rest. I know that means that we're not together as much as I personally would like, but I hope you understand. So again, be kind to yourself, be kind to one another. And tonight we say together loud and proud, hold fast, stay true, and let's go cracking. I'll catch you either on social later tonight or tomorrow for another episode of Locked on Kraken, your only daily podcast covering the Seattle Kraken. Peace.